Welcome to the Straight Out of Home Video Podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Today we're talking about Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, the 2004 direct-to-home video. I'm Candice, and with me is Arzu. Hello. And Alice. Hi. Have you guys seen this movie before? Well, I made you guys watch it. (laughs) No, I watched it an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it once years ago, probably like right around when it came out, and then I hadn't seen it since this morning. I don't think I had ever heard of it. Oh, you have never heard, heard of it? it. Um, it and until just now when you told me that it came out in 04, you said, yeah. Um, uh, you it could have come out yesterday for all I knew. <laughs> like I, I, I had no idea it existed. So Vanessa and Bree and I, we did Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, which was a 2D animated collection of stories. But this is the first CG appearance of Minnie, Daisy, Goofy, Max, Scrooge, Huey, Do, and Louie. Ever. And this is the first Disney Toon Studios computer animated film. And I think they did a really great job for their first film ever in 2000, early 2000s, you know? It looks just fine. Yeah, that's why I was confused when you said it came out in 04. I was like, oh, this isn't a 2019 or, you know, it's a totally adorable animation style that I think has aged really well. Yeah, I was yeah, I was surprised too that this was 16 years old because I vaguely remember seeing it, but I don't remember what it, I think it might have been last Christmas when I was getting all down in the dumps about Christmas and I was like, I'm just gonna put all the Disney Christmas things on and try to feel something again. No. Oh. <laughs> and then you do. saw this. And I was like, meh. I was like, <laughs> I agree with Donald. No, Donald, don't change your tune about Christmas. It sucks. <laughs> so let's just go through the stories the first one is bells on ice and it's like daisy and minnie are competing in an ice skating competition it's like weirdly intense for what is looks like an outdoor small town figure skating competition but like the money they're clearly throwing behind their routines is unbelievable outrageous was it even a competition or was it just a showcase like oh, i have no idea just <laughs> i assumed it was a competition because of the way they sort of went at it but you're right it might have been a showcase it was so bizarre it actually kind of made me mad i was really mad that at the yeah. end Minnie mouse apologized i was like you did nothing wrong Minnie. <laughs> <laughs> it's all easy's fault she's the one being a bitch for sure <laughs> I don't like it when they're like, oh, let's have the two female best friends be all catty to each other, you know? Exactly. <sighs> okay, but the way it all kind of got started with the two of them, like, oh, break a leg. Did anybody else get, like, Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan vibes? I'm like, this is going to Your mind went to, like, the darkest place ever. <laughs> For just half a second, I'm like, is Daisy going to break Minnie's knees? <laughs> no, she's going to get Donald to do it. <laughs> <laughs> So actually, Michelle Kwan was a model for the animators. Oh, Oh, that's nice. I like that detail. Before it was decided that they were going to be in a skating competition, they tossed around the idea that it would be a parade float contest, a store window display contest, or a cooking show bake-off. I think Hmm. this idea is better. It's pretty. It was very prettily animated. It was, and I really liked the the surprise appearance of the uh, dancing hippos and gators from the Fantasia. Yes. That was very pleasing. 
stop using other people as props, guys. <laughs> I was worried about the gators and the hippos and how they were feeling. <laughs> I was just concerned with how big they were. I'm like, did the one time they decided to do things to scale? Because Minnie was absolutely like so much smaller than those hippos. And I'm like, usually that's not how this works in Mickey cartoons. Everybody's about the same height. Yeah. So that was bothering me a little, and I know that's such a nitpick. But I did like seeing them pop up to dance again. Yeah, so Minnie falls, and Daisy goes over, and is like, are you okay? And Minnie's like, I'm sorry. And they're like, I'm sorry, too. Everything's fine now. What is Minnie sorry for? Literally, I can't figure it out. It was making me so mad. It's like, what are you are – you, are you trying to teach kids a lesson about – competitiveness but daisy was the one who deliberately sabotaged minnie's routine yeah because she was jealous but they had the same routine like like their routines both involved dancing animals from fantasia and (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't understand what the problem was what is daisy's problem too many minnie had a better routine i don't know in the beginning but it's the same routine. It was she I got mad because the announcer called uh, called her a beloved hometown girl or whatever, and so she skated out, thinking so, it was about her, and then it w- and then it wasn't. So she was embarrassed. So she decided to take it out on Minnie Mouse. So she's embarrassed at this announcer, and yeah, and then decides to crash Minnie's performance. You don't know. I Maybe he so. had nice things to say about Daisy too. Yeah, she'll never he, know. She didn't even give him a chance. Okay, so the next one. <laughs> Impossible, and it's a story of Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and they decide to break into the North Pole to get onto the nice list. (laughs) And I just have my notes: the triplets are the worst. They are such little heads. Like they are. (laughs) Okay, I get the kids are awful. Especially around Christmas, they're all hyped up on sugar and they're like ready for Santa. But they, they're like, we need to get on the nice list because we've been terrible. And then they're sort of thinking back on everything they've done. And some of them, yeah, it's accidental. But some of it looked pretty deliberate, like flooding Donald's car. And then they take off to the North Pole and they've got hundreds of opportunities to help the elves make Christmas a little easier. And they bypass this. It's like, sorry, I can't help. I have to make sure I'm on the nice list. And I know that's the lesson they're supposed to be learning, but it was so frustrating. It was genuinely frustrating to watch. Like, they're so cute. How old are they supposed to be? Like four? (laughs) They're so young. (laughs) They act so young. It's really weird because in Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, they seem to be around the same ages and max is like a toddler or like five in that one but now max is a college student or whatever it's just weird the ages are weird maybe duck's age yeah exactly but yeah i'm running at a different pace in duckburg than in wherever in toontown yeah (laughs) did you guys notice the cs logo on the door of the naughty list is the same lettering in the santa claus series movies i didn't is it really Yeah, it's a little trivia detail. I found what a out. fun fact! I know. I got <laughs> I got some fun facts, some trivia. <laughs> so they end up getting presents from Santa, and Donald gets a big book of manners. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they got a little like Santa was a little over grateful that they did one nice thing after a year of being terrible. <laughs> 
to his stuff on these kids. Well, like, they almost ruined Christmas, but because they had, you know, the thought to be nice to their uncle for about 30 seconds, like, before Santa departed, suddenly, like, everything's fine. I'm like, I feel like they didn't learn anything. They didn't learn anything except I can do one nice thing right around Christmas time and all of my sins will be forgiven. Which is what kids already think anyway. It's like, yeah, the elf on the shelf only comes out in December. They have to be in their best behavior then. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Scrooge gets a bagpipe. He's finally on the nice list because he had been an a-hole his entire life, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then they proceed to immediately make fun of him for the for the bagpipes. They're like, oh, no, we got to put earplugs in. Ah. Well, they oh, yeah. already got their Christmas presents, so they don't have to be nice anymore. Yeah. Until next <laughs> December 24th. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Okay, so the next one I have a feeling is going to be the one we talk most about is Christmas Maximus. And Max is like an adult who's bringing his girlfriend home for Christmas. And okay, his girlfriend's name's Mona. And as goofy movie fans, we're like, where's Roxanne? Yeah. Okay, broke so up before he went off to college. Here is a fun fact. Mona is voiced by Kelly Martin, who also voted Roxanne in a goofy movie. Roxanne was actually supposed to be in the film instead of Mona, but was scrapped due to animators not having the budget to animate her long hair, leading to fans wondering why they didn't just give her a haircut. This is a valid question. Yeah. Yeah. Just give her a cute little haircut. She'd be adorable no matter what. I mean, Mona was pretty adorable. Yeah. She honestly looked like Roxanne. She did. But yeah. if it's Roxanne, then Max can't learn the same lesson he learns over and over again because Roxanne already knows his dad. That's very true. And how else well, are we going to have Max <laughs> learn once again that his dad loves him? Yeah, and not to be embarrassed of him. Yeah. Because he is goofy. It's literally in his name, Max. <laughs> I don't know why he's surprised, really. Goofy's just, he's trying so hard. And Max is singing a song like, don't embarrass me, dad. Like an inner monologue. <laughs> Don't embarrass me, Dad. Like, Max, you need to learn this very important lesson that all adults learn, which is that if you bring, if you, you love your parents and they're embarrassing, and if you bring somebody home and they're embarrassed of your parents, then they're not the right one for you. Exactly. It was so cute. Right away, Mona was like all in on goofy shenanigans. And I was like, see, Max, you got a good one. Stop being embarrassed. Yeah. He's too busy being embarrassed to see what a good thing he's got. I know. He has a dad who, like, loves him so much, and he's got a good lady now. And Goofy was, like, going through effort to, like, curb his tendencies, like Max asked him to. Because he's a good dad. Yes, he is. He's just doing his best. (laughs) He's, like, a disappointed that his dad didn't bring a stretch limo. I'm like, your father cannot afford this, Max. (laughs) single father like he's putting putting you through college probably he's putting you through college he cannot hold down a job so the fact that he came to pick you up at all like clearly took some time off of work to spend with you and your girlfriend like a little gratitude max please yeah okay well since max is an a-hole you all would be happy to know this is max goof's last appearance in any official disney animation until his photo cameos in the ducktales reboot episode quack pack 16 years later really wow and it's just like a little image goofy cameos in this episode and he's like has photos in his wallet and he's like 
I like the photos of me and Max and just shows him like all these like candid photos because Donald wants the perfect family portrait. I really love the DuckTales reboot. I'm so sad. They canceled it. Oh, they canceled it. It's devastating. I know. It's such a good show. I was just saying it it doesn't surprise me, I guess, that Max uh, vanished from canon um, and and only to make a brief cameo appearance in an unrelated show because like. He's not the he's not the like target demographic for goofy cartoons or for like any of the cartoons really. I mean, he once they aged him up and sent him off to college in, in an extremely goofy movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he, like call it like That's what it. what little kid is gonna sit here and watch college age Max like like oh yeah I relate to that person <laughs> me <laughs> like, all the time <laughs> when I was like nine I watched an extremely goofy movie all the time and i think i saw like the original goofy movie like a handful of times well sure the movie's amazing the, the I, and i love the extremely goofy movie he actually like like genuinely really like it but after it's done and after max supposedly learns the lesson of you know uh, again doesn't. to love to love your father no matter what max maybe this learn. he learned he learns it here in this cartoon <laughs> and then that's it forever for max goodbye that's a serious rap on max I don't yeah. it, it must be like he can't, he cannot keep doing this like showing up with his three children and being like my dad doesn't love me no like, what he needs to do is have kids and those kids be embarrassed of him because he's like mm-hmm. oh yeah Paraline look at my moves kind of thing oh, I, can't oh, I would love to see that <laughs> <laughs> that's what we talked about when we covered extremely goofy movie Arzu with Vanessa yes I remember like, this that, that's what the sequel should be. And then, like, Grandpa Goofy's, like, super cool. He's, like, flossing and he's got a TikTok, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever kids are doing these days. Like, the kids millennial. just love how out there he is, and they, they make yeah. him go viral. And that's exactly. It. He's a it's, YouTuber or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. That's exactly it. It is. Okay. Well, we were talking about ducks. So I was like, oh, this is a segue to That's Donald's true. gift. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I actually forgot about this one. I watched it an hour ago, and I already forgot. <laughs> you already forgot it? It's pretty <laughs> short, though, compared to the other ones, I feel like. Or it just might be me. But, yeah, Donald is pulling a Scrooge and being a bit anti-Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Donald is like, just overwhelmed and he wants to yeah. stay at home and yeah. just like have some time to himself and everybody calls him selfish for it. Not everybody. Daisy calls him selfish for it. Yeah. Also, so let the man drink his hot chocolate for God's sake. Like, Daisy, oh. you just take your three illegitimate children to the mall and oh. leave Donald home alone. <laughs> Dang. But, no, but that's I'm, another thing. It's Donald is a single father too of three horrible children. He needs to like call Goofy. They need to commiserate and he needs some time alone. Yeah. He really does. And I mean, we all need our alone time. Maybe not this year because we've all been so alone lately. But the holidays are rough sometimes and sometimes they you just are. need to take a step back and, and won't somebody just let the man drink some hot chocolate? <laughs> like... That's all he wants in this world. Like, let I him recharge his social battery and then he'll do the next Christmassy thing. Like, Chris- Christmas is great, but it's so much and it's so loud. Like, sometimes he just needs an hour with his hot chocolate. Also, the fact that, like, haven't we all got a, haven't we all been annoyed by the same Christmas song playing over and over again? Mm-hmm. Anybody who's worked mm-hmm. retail knows that oh, feeling. Yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> oh my god i worked in this i was a barista at at this bakery cafe and they had like one cd and they're like we have to play this all the time mariah <laughs> carey i love you but no <laughs> i worked uh my my stint in retail was at disneyland um oh no. so our christmas cd that played on a loop was it was a lot <laughs> yeah. yeah i worked um, at the disney store three oh, years yeah. in retail and yeah. like november yeah. 1st to december 27th was the same hour and a half loop of music mm-hmm. it was probably a lot of the same a lot of the same stuff. Disney covers, like Mickey covers of various yeah. Christmas songs. And I can't decorate Disney the channel, tree without Mickey's little like song. interjections between songs, like all the little things he says, like that just plays in my head <laughs> rent free. <at> Christmas time. <laughs> That's what Disney does. <laughs> yep. I worked there in 09, which was like peak Disney Channel star. It was like peak oh, Hannah yeah. Montana, Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez and the Jonas Brothers all at the same time. Um. Oh, yeah. And so it was a lot of, uh, like, let's get all of those people, those aforementioned teen pop stars in the same room at the same time and have them sing a Christmas song together. And they're trying to riff over each other while they're, it's a nightmare. (laughs) It's a nightmare. Oh, no. Would you all also maybe beat up some animatronics? (laughs) Yes. Like (laughs) Donald does. (laughs) He it's like a it's a very elaborate storefront. Yeah, it was cute to when they called it it was called Mousies, like Macy's. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and do like a like a storefront like they do it you know, like up and down Fifth Avenue in New York mm-hmm. and and all of that. It was really cute. I would have liked to see it before Donald, you know, busted it up. Completely <laughs> wrecked it. <laughs> yeah, and then just like all the children are watching him like choke Santa. <laughs> so traumatizing <laughs> oh the, the triplets are like he's not our uncle no we don't know this guy <laughs> we don't know him <laughs> so funny so he eventually like Brunson to acquire having an issue singing we wish you a merry Christmas even though it's like the simplest song in the world <laughs> and this is a song that's been haunting him throughout the episode exactly yeah, he steps up. He's like, I know this one. <laughs> you watch me. It taunted me. And everything is better then. Yay. Yay. Christmas is fixed. Okay, so the last one is Mickey's Doggone Christmas. And it stars Mickey, of course. And Mickey's decorating his Christmas area for a party. And Pluto keeps interrupting because Pluto wants to put the star on top of the tree because that's Pluto's job. So I'm cute. Sorry. <laughs> I know. And I just like... Having a dog around Christmas um, decorations. I feel for Mickey because Bucky got into some tinsel this year. Oh, dear. And he keeps sitting under the tree and he's like, no need for presents. I am the greatest gift of all. (laughs) Kind of thing. But yeah, so Pluto tries, he he tries to put the star on there and he like destroys everything. Short circuits and, the whole house. No. Okay, but Mickey, Mickey's like clearly got some flimsy wiring going on. Yes, yes. This is on Mickey. Like it it went very quickly. It went <laughs> He tells his dog in the middle of winter to go outside to his dog house. It made me so sad. That made me so upset. I was like, we don't do that. Like my dog gets upset when it's under 50 degrees and he doesn't have his coat on. Oh. Mm. Bucky's a Florida puppy, guys. <laughs> 
So Pluto's like, screw this. <laughs> he takes he off his runs collar. away in the snow. All sad. That, yeah. Oh, this one made me so upset. I was no. so sad for everyone. Because like, I got it for the frustration yeah. and I get getting, you know, mad at your dog, but he's a dog. And so when Mickey's like, okay, I'm going to go apologize and I'm going to go make it all better. And Pluto's just gone. It broke my heart. He's a new dog mom, Alice. I know. I got a brand new puppy. She's asleep right next to me right now. It's really cute. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, I got really, really sad. Yeah. So he takes the train. He just. Jumps a train and he ends up in the North Pole with all the reindeer. And the reindeer keep mentioning the sleigh crash of 64. And that's because there's no Rudolph in this universe. Because Rudolph is trademark. Oh, yeah. Oh, is 64 when the Rudolph cartoon came out? Yep. Oh, my God. That's so clever. That's so funny. Oh, I love it. I, I love thought it that. was just a silly joke because they mentioned it in the... um. They mentioned it in the um, Huey, Dewey, and Louie one, too. Yeah, they said, yeah. what what a disaster. Oh, how bad is it? Remember the Slate Clash of 64? It's worse. <laughs> yeah, like, Blitzen's like, oh, that barn came out of nowhere because the fog. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love that. I love that yeah. detail now. Yeah. So, yeah, it came out in 1964. He's trademarked, and he can't be used in... Disney and a lot of other movies. So the reindeer can talk, even though they're also four-legged, and they adopt Pluto and call him Murray, like Murray Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and Mickey is, of course, really upset, and he's looking for Pluto, and he sees Santa. And the weirdest thing for me is Santa's a human in this universe. Right. Yeah, right. And everyone else is animals. What's weird to me is the one random mall Mickey ends up at happens to have the real Santa doing photo ops. All mall Santas are the real Santa. Right. Santa's magic. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. So yeah, Mickey shows Santa the photo of Pluto and he's like, all I want is my dog back. And Pluto's homesick and Santa just runs into him and is like, hey, let's get you home. Problem solved. Problem solved. And everyone celebrates his return. There's Donald, Daisy, Huey, Dewey, Louie, Scrooge, Max, Goofy, and Minnie Mouse. And they all come together for a party. I love the bit at the end. They all show up like, we're here to find Pluto. And then Pluto shows up like, yay, we did it. I'm like, you didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those triplets, those little brats. Yeah. Okay, I should have known. I should I should have remembered it was one of them. The adults would never say something like that. <laughs> All the children were on our sheet list, our <laughs> Not all children, just these three. <laughs> Four. Max, too. Right, Max. Max is not a child. I don't know what his excuse is. <laughs> Max knows better. Max should know better, yeah. Okay, so what did you guys think of this movie overall? It was cute. Cute. Yeah, that's a good word for it. It was cute. Like, I would, I would show it to a kid. I don't know that I'd add it to my holiday classic repertoire. Because, like, I do keep some cartoons from my childhood or whatever. Yeah. in there that I watch every year. I don't know that this would be one of them, but it was it was cute. I would certainly pop it on if I was babysitting or something. Yeah. And let, yeah. let the kid be entertained by it. I like the, the short story nature of it. It's good for attention spans. You know, it's, um, yeah, and it was like prettily animated and it had nice music and stuff. It was just nice. It was a nice way to start my day today. I cooked breakfast while watching it. 
And and that's about as good as as much as I can ask for for a Christmas movie. Yeah, I think it would be good like if you're wrapping presents and don't need to like pay attention to it completely. And yeah. or again, you want something to stick your kid in front of. <laughs> <laughs> and you like it's Christmas. Also, Huey Dew and Louie are not good role models. <laughs> well, I'm glad we could share this Christmas cheer with each other. You know, it's the first Christmas movie that I've watched so far this month. We're six days in. I'm usually like all in on watching Christmas movies all of December. But it's been it's it's been weird. It's been a weird year, obviously. A weird few days. And but now that I've like broken the seal of Christmas movies, I'm I'm gonna start feeling the spirit. Thank you both for watching this Christmas vignette movie with me. (laughs) Alice, can you tell people about some of your podcasts? Sure. If you like Disney and you like mostly just Disney, you might like our podcast called Those Happy Places. It's a podcast about theme parks, rides, and attractions and why they deserve to be thought about as literature and important pieces of media. We just released an episode about how various rides based on like movies and TV shows, where they sit in the canon of their movies and TV shows. It was a really fun conversation about like like Star Tours in relationship to Star Wars and stuff like that. So if that sounds interesting, you can find us on Twitter at Happy Places Pod or go to thosehappyplaces.com. Arzu, tell people how they can find you online. So I am on Twitter. I am at Arzu Amin. I'm also... At my own site, arzud2.com, I've got two posts left for this year going through the last of the Star Wars canon books, and I'm going to take a little break before the High Republic stuff comes out in January. And you can also find me at the Geeky Waffle, podcasting, writing on the blog. Yes, Arzu is now officially, she's pretty much (laughs) been a co-host, but we're like, let's make it official. So yes, we're at geeky underscore waffle on Twitter, the geeky waffle everywhere else in social media and the geekywaffle.com. Thank you all for joining us. And I hope you have a happily ever after until the sequel. And don't be embarrassed of your folks, people.